All right, everybody, we're back for another technical work rate news. This is NC. It's JC, and uh, we got a lot to talk about. We do. Let's start it off with the raw rating. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. It's more like... <laughs> 1.8 in the last hour. That's, I swear, that's like Impact's best rating right there. Probably is. Uh, no, 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 no. Impact actually was over 2 million. You're right. <laughs> Okay, I take that back. W Dog. Impact it. beat Raw's third hour right there. That's, yeah, that's just terrible. They're getting sub impact ratings. And actually, the rating overall for that night, 2.13, lowest of all time. That's fucking really bad, guys. You should be ashamed of yourselves. This is what this is what happens when you make SJWPG brand-affiliated cuck bullshit and try to sell it to the masses. Yep. Look at look at the entertainment industry right now. They're revolting. Mm-hmm. People are revolting against it because they're tired of this shit. You already got, what is it, the these SJW news sites shitting all over the Joker movie. You know, and, and because it portrays this depressive, crazy white male, you know. Fuck you. Okay? You, your opinion should not matter anymore. And we're going to make it so painfully obvious, through the help of Jay Rance and other people, yes. we're going to make it so fucking painfully obvious that you dumb fucks, you SJW idiots, need to get the fuck out of the industry and mind your own business. Because your opinions do not matter. You do not reflect the masses, and you never will. You are a niche, just like the fucking products you like. Yeah. So let's get back on topic. Yeah, raw, raw rating, terrible. Yeah. Well, and look at Raw. Look at look at who was heavily featured on that show. They had all the stars. It was a fully loaded show, and even with the fully loaded show, they couldn't do shit. But like, who else was along was involved with the top draw of that show? Seth Rollins. He okay. He's showing out the show. He was the main event of the show with with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's he's been the top champion for Raw for the past well, really since April. I mean, because because Brock Lesnar barely ever appeared. Uh, don't forget about the man Brooklyn. Yeah, of course. Gonna show up in Team Solid. It's like, when are you gonna fucking realize that when Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are your two top top champions and are on the face of your company, that all of a sudden the business start like your your ratings hit all time lows. Uh, don't forget Kofi Kingston. And Kofi Kingston. Yeah. It's like he's not even there anymore. I well, mean, it's- Kofi Bailey. Uh, fucking Becky and and Seth are the worst combination of champions I have ever seen. Like at, at at once, like there's not one good champion out of them. They all fucking suck. Not one of them have mainstream appeal. They're all mid carters carrying main event titles. What mm-hmm. the fuck is going on here, man? Every single one of them is a fucking mid carter. Becky Lynch, even at her best, was no more than a main event underdog that should have never won the title. Right. I can understand her getting a shot, but she should never win the fucking title. Especially not at the main event of WrestleMania. Are you, no. Are, you, are they fucking mad? Like, honestly, about Becky Lynch, and, and this is this is a fucking loaded term, and honestly, I would like our fans to use, to, you know, put this on the side and bring it to WWE events, to let this bitch know. Sure. Becky Lynch is a parasite. She is. She's a parasite, because think about it. Look, Vince McMahon gave everything to this bitch. Everything. The, like, like, more than what CM Punk got. Gave her the main event match at WrestleMania where she won both top championships, okay? Made her the face of the company, put her on ESPN commercials, booked her strong, and she'll, and I mean, since April, she only lost once, and that was only because Lacey Evans interfered in the match. Don't forget Stunning Stone Cold Steve Austin. And stunning Stone Cold. I'm, oh, God. And Stunning Fuck. Stone Cold. I mean, the more and more they, they shove this overhyped parasitic bitch 
down our throats, the more and more people are turning off the product. Anybody can see from that 2K20 commercial, she does not have any acting ability at all. Now, I mean, she, she doesn't have physical charisma. She does not have my charisma. Mm. She is a void. Yet she is shoved down our throats. And even worse, though, I will say, at least with Becky Lynch, she has a tiny bit of entertainment value. Mm. But with Bailey, Bailey is a fucking atrocious. Like, even her turning heel, she is so fucking bad on the mic. And WWE goes and gives this stupid bitch fucking 15 to 20 minutes to open up a fucking SmackDown. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you that fucking stupid to give a brain-dead fucking zombie bitch the mic for fucking 15 minutes? Hey, Triple H said that. Well, he told me that we have to give the fans what they want. Well, I'm, I'm doing Skype. I got these... Goddamn XFL meetings. Uh. That's what it is, dude. It's stop blaming Vince. He doesn't give a shit anymore. It is now a Triple H Paul Heyman product. In other words, a dick-sucking smark fest of a product. You're getting your cruiserweights getting their pushes. You're getting matches like Rey Mysterio and Grand Metalik that all the fans are clamoring for. Please. And what's hysterical too is that this, like Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer will still complain about the show. The matches weren't long enough. Doing the good matches. I gotta say something about SmackDown though, and we're gonna cover this during uh, Tarp Down, but I just gotta mention it right away. I am so glad, in a way, that Elias got injured, mm-hmm. even if it was like, I, hopefully it's a kayfabe injury and it's not real, but. I'm so glad he got taken out of the situation of having a job to that fucking charisma void midget known as Chad Gable, who we got a top 10 sucks coming out on. He's a real, I mean, like, out of all their performers, he's one of the worst. But I'm so fucking glad Elias didn't have to do the job. Shane McMahon, I'm like, whatever. I understand. Yeah. Whatever. But if I, if Elias had to job him, I would be like, that's fucking unbelievable. It's Fuck that shit. He already destroyed Mustafa Ali, who I would rank as a better in-ring worker than Chad Gable. There are so many... Like, go down the fucking list. And Just we will as part of our top ten. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. But uh, we got some news for you, bro. We got some news. What we got up next for the news? Honestly, what we got up next is pretty big. Go for it. Anthem. Yes. The company that owns Impact Wrestling bought... Majority interest in Access TV. So now, now Ed Nordholm is the majority owner of Access TV. I gotta say something. I've, I think Anthem has some mafia ties because look at it this way: they have more fucking money than Panda Energy ever had. Yeah, well, I mean, they're a bit. They're surprisingly they're a big entertainment company. I, that's what that's what trips me out is to, they have sustainability. I mean, impacts that cockroach that won't die. It will it will stay on the internet and on Twitch and maybe on Access one of these days. We'll see. <laughs> you, know, you know what the interesting thing, too, about Impact is, and I've noticed ever since Vince Russo left, yeah. there's, been, there's been this pattern of every two years, like every like 2010, 2012, 2014. Upswing, downswing. They're, they're roller yes, coaster. Like in the summer of, of every even-numbered year, like... In, like in 2010, they had a, they had a boom in, in viewership. 2012, they had another po- burst in popularity. Uh, uh, 2014, they had another burst in popularity. 2016, you had Broken Matt Hardy and Decay doing their thing. Uh, 2018, you had uh, Killer Cross and, and Tessa Blanchard and Brian Cage yeah. uh, uh, becoming big. And Sam McCallahan too. And, and Sam McCallahan. And now, probably in 2020, they're going to be on Access TV. And they're going to have another boom period in the summer. There's a lot of good indie talent out there right now to sign. I think, honestly, they should make a move for Nick Gage. 
I think yeah. he would be a solid addition to the Impact roster. Um, kind of have like your white version of New Jack. Nick Gage is an amazing talent. I don't know why he's still unsigned. He's one of those guys, like, I can't believe he's still unsigned. It, what's sad, though, is knowing these smart fuckers, they'll probably sign Joey Ryan over him. That's fuck. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's another thing, too. Uh, I hate what Impact has done recently. Yeah. But I will say... They have a much better eye for talent than anyone in WWE. Well, they realize what WWE has failed to realize is that you need to recruit the best of the indies Mm -hmm. if you want your company to succeed. You can't go ahead and book these or or go ahead and and bring in these raw fucking piles of clay and and expect for the performance center to mold them into the perfect WWE athlete. It doesn't work that way. Like Enzo said, you know, you either have charisma or you don't. And if you don't have it and you're just another athlete, which seems to be what the Performance Center is signing lately, then you're not going to have any success in the business. You're going to be what is I call a WWE washout. You're going to do your NXT run. You're going to get called to the main roster for two years. You're going to get cut. And then you're going to get signed to some big indie or AEW if they're still around by then, which I don't think so. Well, uh, got some more Impact news. More Impact news. WWE went ahead and signed Impact Wrestling's former uh, backstage interviewer. They signed her former backstage interviewer, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell. Oh, good. That hot blonde chick that yep. Impact used to have. That's good. And, uh, you know what? I mean, her and Scarlett Bordeaux, if they can actually do something with them and not leave them down in fucking PC land, that, uh, they'll actually be great additions to whatever program they go on. Well, and that's another thing, too, about, in, or about WWE's most recent signings. When you look at them, like the women, they're getting pretty hot looking. They're getting better, man. It, it it's not as bulldike as it was back in 2016. We're getting some some good looking women. Well, and, but and look at the guys that they're signing too. They're signing more they're, men. They're big. Well, I, that's one thing I have noticed from the Performance Center. Yeah, they are gearing towards signing former athletes, but they're signing big dudes, mm-hmm. which they should be doing. I mean, even like a flippy flip guy. Austin Theory is a big flippy flip guy. You he's, know? he's not a small guy. No, nah, he's not. He's like John Morrison size. He's got some muscle to him. Okay. Which which makes him more than your average fucking small little 205 Live well, guy that we're used to. At least a casual or mainstream viewer would be able to look at him and take him seriously. True. That's the problem is that when, when your casual viewers flip into channels and they see WWE and they see Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn, they're like, what the fuck is this shit? And this then is you, wrestling? And then you see fucking, I don't know, Keith Lee versus Austin Theory, and you're like, okay, these guys look like wrestlers. Um, yeah, it's just, it's amazing to me that people are, support fucking midgets wrestling. I don't want to see midgets, re- I want to see men wrestling. Um, I, we, we just need to, to see just great wrestlers doing great wrestling, and it really doesn't matter about the size. No, Bro, the, size, the killing the industry. The, the size does matter. Well, hey, as we've gotten to smaller guys winning the titles... What's happened to the viewership? We have smaller viewership, smaller crowds, and smaller merchandise sales. Right. I mean, well, that I was taking a, a, a look at one of the pictures from Madison Square Garden, their, their Raw show, when the, the Fiend was wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it during a dark match? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the arena was fucking empty as shit. The Fiend was wrestling basically in an empty arena. I just, that tripped me out right there. I'm like, what the hell? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Um, oh, other news. Nikki Bella's gearing up to return in ring. Uh, Interesting. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, with something like that, I just... 
I really can't get excited for it because I don't know if she's going to be the same just because she's had a lot of injuries. Well, a lot of a lot of time away from the... A lot of time away from the ring. She's going to be rusty as hell. She's not getting trained by Cena anymore, which I don't know if that's going to make her even rustier. Like, look at CM Punk. When he stopped wrestling, he fucking... Oh. His motor skills went to shit. They were already kind of, He was already a sloppy motherfucker to begin with, but it's like once he got out of pro wrestling, those motor skills went to garbage. He's got the motor skills of like a newborn baby. He does, dude. My God, he must he must have had like twenty five concussions in that area of his brain is just corroded, just a fucking massive fucking tau protein. You know, honestly, I I don't want CM Punk back. Like he just I don't know he just he's too pompous. He, well, not only is he too pompous, honestly, I don't think he has it anymore. I think okay, so I I watched a little bit of his promos for pro wrestling tees. He's got a little bit of it, yeah. but I don't think he will be able to get back to the same level. I think that this new punk we have right now is not pompous, cocky punk. It's pompous, slightly humble punk, you oh. know, which is not a good punk. No, that, that punk sucks. Yeah. No, we, we need arrogant punk. We need arrogant punk, but unfortunately we're not going to get it. No. Damn it. Oh, more news. More news. Impa- Impact's viewership just came out. What's that? Or not Impact. Oh, God. Well, you don't fuck. I mean, SmackDown is getting Impact's viewership. Mm-hmm. What they used to get. Uh, SmackDown's viewership just came out. 2.061 million viewers. Wow. So it's getting to the point where SmackDown may eventually beat Raw in the ratings. I think the Fox bump will definitely help. Uh-huh. But I here's what I'm forecasting for the rest of the year for SmackDown as their highest rating on Fox. 2.5. I don't think they're going to break three. No. I don't think they're going to get three. No, no, no. I think they're going to get, like... Because, yeah, when they first debut on Fox, they're going to get a bump. Yes. They're, it's, like, because of all the advertising that Fox has doing, been doing for SmackDown. But do you think that's going to be more than 500,000 viewers? I don't think so. I think it'll be about 400,000. Yeah. You know, honestly, it may it may be, it be it, it may result in 500,000. Let's just say that it does. Okay, so that means they go to 2.6. What are they at now? 2.1, 2.6? Well, if they're at 2.0... And there's the decline on Raw, right. then that shows you right there that I predict before the before the deal comes, let's say before the end of September, they're going to be looking at 1.9, 1. 1.8. So, so that bump is is going to amount to at the max seven, just to get a respectable rating and just three million viewers. Yeah, they're, that, they're not going to get it. They're, they're not, not going to get it. Well, and they're going to try. But there's no fucking way. It doesn't matter if you have The Rock on there, John Cena, Undertaker, I don't care, if, uh, Goldberg, bring out the whole fucking legend gauntlet. It doesn't matter who the fuck you have on there, you will not see a bump in ratings because people already have grown accustomed to the fact that they're not going to get storylines with Raw and SmackDown. They, they are, at least with SmackDown, getting that Roman Reigns storyline, but even then, that's coming to an end. So... I think we could admit that having Stone Cold and The Undertaker on on their shows within the past two months... Has not amounted to a bump in ratings at all. Not only that, but it's a massive sign of desperation. And my, my question is this. with When they're on SmackDown and they're desperate and, Sma- and Fox is breathing down Vince McMahon's neck, are they going to go sexy? Are they going to go edgy? And the answer, I think, is yes. They have no choice at that point. Yeah. At that point, they pretty much have to say, fuck you, advertisers and sponsors. We're going to get kicked out of our fucking deal if we don't do this. Well, I mean, and we said that, like, a while back. Like, months ago. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you could just see the writing on the wall. And the writing on the wall is, 
that honestly, I believe that Alexa Bliss seg- topless segment in the Mandy Rose lingerie segment was to do a test to see what would bump the ratings if it would still bump the ratings more well, on Fox. And, and what do we know from now? From at least this year, what do we know definitely are ratings hits as far as at least YouTube views go? Since obviously cable ratings aren't really that we can we can check them out, but I mean we also got to count on the fact YouTube views. Mm-hmm. What really has been the sellers? The twenty four seven title and sexy women. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people want unpredictable, crazy shit, and they want hot women. So give it to them. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. Well, my, my little princess said that that would be bad for the advertisers and sponsors. So we cannot do that. Triple H and Stephanie are a terrible combination. They need to be fired. I'm hoping that Fox will, will cause them to get fired. I really hope so. Fo- you know, Fox is the kind of company where they're, they don't hesitate to cut a show. And especially when they're paying WWE that much money, they're going to breathe down their necks. Right, right. And if WWE loses that TV deal, that stock is going to fucking plummet. It will. It will. Like, uh, I'll, I'll make a prediction right now. If, if they lose their TV deal by, by 2021, that stock price is going down to like 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. It's massively going to drop. There's nothing that's going to stop that. And it'll just, be, it'll just be year after year of hits to the WWE. Like, honestly, the hits will just keep coming after they lose their Fox deal. Yeah. Because then everyone else will want to want to bail on them. They're becoming less popular. The sponsors won't want to deal with them anymore because they're they're not as popular. Advertisers won't want to advertise to them because they're not as valuable anymore. It, honestly, dark times are ahead for WWE unless shit changes. And they're and I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. They're going to hire Vince Russo. Well, one of the big things I think that they've really fucked up on recently, and. It really bugs the shit out of me that Vince got inspired by him. Is Vince ripping off the Dana White UFC model about making the company about the brand and not about a certain superstar? That is a fucking retarded thing to do. And that's what's led not only to the lack of viewership in UFC, but also the NFL. When you make something all about the fucking brand and you don't focus on bringing up stars, then people don't have any unique personalities to get attached to. You expect them to just get attracted to the brand? No, I'm sorry. They're not factory clones, okay? These are people that are interested in personalities. And if you don't provide personalities, they're just going to move on to something else. Well, and I think, honestly, that's why... And this is going to go into sports. I think that's why Bill Belichick signed Antonio Brown. That's another reason why. And that was smart. Yeah, it was smart because Antonio Brown generates a lot of controversy. He gets a lot of attention. You got Tom Brady, who's already a huge NFL star. Yeah. Um, it's going to bring more attention to the Patriots. But you're probably you're probably going to get more people watching their games. You're probably going to get more people buying their merchandise as a result. What even if they hate the guy, they're going to tune in. Of that's, course, they're going to hate watch. That uh, that's one thing that I wish people would fucking realize. It's like even with Dazzin, they're already trying to get Log- they already got Logan Paul fighting again. You know, so they these companies realize what's up. You have to get controversial personalities that people are talking about. They're relevant. Yeah. In your fucking companies. Yeah. The fact that WWE is ignoring Enzo right now is just beyond retarded. Beyond let's, retarded. Let's just ignore him. Bad the guy. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to bring ratings in for our Madison Square Garden Raw. 
Why not? I mean, it would be a really bad idea to have Enzo jump in the ring and attack Stone Cold from behind. He doesn't deserve to be on this show. I mean, how is it? How is that gonna pop the ratings? How is it gonna get more people interested in watching? We gotta push Cedric Alexander to the moon. Gotta give these girls a chance. Fuck. This is not hard to fix. It's not, but they make it fucking brain surgery. Yeah, uh, these people need brain surgery. They do. They have abnormal brains. Oh, got a little bit of WWE news. 205 Live looking at cancellation. Good. Hallelujah. One more useless fucking show for them to have on. I mean, honestly, at this point, cut Metal League. Cut Kalisto. Send Gallagher to fucking NXT UK. Cut everybody that doesn't have any personality. Tony Nese, I don't give a shit about. Drew Gulak, I don't give a fuck about. And, and please cut them with a rusty chainsaw. <laughs> Do that for me. Hacksaw, whatever you got. A real wrestling it. fan. Uh, what else happened? Britt Baker, I don't give a fuck about Britt Baker. Sean Waltman, I don't care about Sean Waltman. <gasps> okay, uh, we already covered that. Make uh, significant changes to the announced teams. Okay, so... Michael Cole's going to SmackDown. Of course. Yeah. And they're going to probably have him and Renee on SmackDown. And they're going to uh. have Corey and... Um, God knows who... And, and Byron on, on Raw. What the fuck? Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> At least Corey can handle the Raw side. Byron, I can kind of tune out. Uh, Renee should not be in the supporting role with, with Cole. That's a really bad idea. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> Cole, Cole they, they better let Cole be 75. Like, they better let him be the Moro of fucking SmackDown. Just have him talk with fucking just almost Renee is that white noise in the background like Beth Phoenix. Just, <sighs> okay, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this company's fucked. Uh, unless they make changes. Unless they make significant changes. Women like, empowerment! Yeah. Well, it, look, and to the women who listen to our podcast, look... We, the, su- we support strong, charismatic women. We always have. We're as fans you, of Tessa Blanchard. As you can see from our top, top ten awesomes, look at the women who we support. We've done a lot on women that we support. Not just the sexy types. No. We support legit women like yep. Ruby Riot. Okay? Yep. So, yeah. For the, our female listeners, just realize that we are against agendas and the current agenda right now is feminism being shoved down our fucking throats and we're tired of it it should their politics should not be involved in pro wrestling yet here they are Mm -hmm. and it's fucking sad it's really a sad or if you're going to involve politics and wrestling go all the fucking way go comedic about it yes exactly make a fucking character out of it yeah like Velveteen Dream's first character yeah well he was he was a black Trump supporter he was and then he became black dust I mean he had something going on for himself you know more Raw news. Kurt Angle starts his new backstage position on Raw as a producer. And to that I say, who cares? Nothing's going to change. Why bother? Why is, More garbage. It's just to give him a job. Why the fuck did they sign Eric Bischoff? What the fuck has this guy done? He even admitted when he got signed that he didn't watch the program. He doesn't know who fucking anybody is. How the, Eric Bischoff would have been one of the fucking few signings I would have done if I had to. I, I bet you anything Fox demanded that he got signed. You know, okay, you know how they can fix this right now? They need to make him uh, SmackDown's general manager right fucking now or SmackDown's commissioner. They need to do that right fucking now. He's, I, I would say he's good as an on-air personality. Mm-hmm. I, I'd give him that, yeah. Because at least you'll get value out of him. <laughs> That's the only way at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
Yeah, because putting him in creative is not a good idea. It's not a good idea at all. I just I don't know what they were thinking. Look, other than if they're going to have him smooge with the the Fox executives, but to that I say, the Fox executives are a, a, a totally different breed of per of of executive than fucking Spike TV's executives back in the day. Oh, of course. So now they're they're definitely more PG orientated. But I will say, as Bischoff has gotten older, he's definitely leaned more towards the SJW cuck side. Well, but not only has he done that, but the thing about it is, is that is Eric a sixty-four-year-old Eric Bischoff still going to be able to schmooze like he did when he was younger? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Good question. I just I don't think he was a very worthy hire. Um, yeah, the, I really is a shame that they listen to the Meltzer bullshit and they won't hire Russo. He's he's the only guy that can help him out well, right I'm now. So, I'm so tired of the Russo bashing. It's it it's, it's so, undeserved. It's undeserved. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I agree with Kevin Nash on that. Yeah. I'm trying to find the, this fucking article about Johnny Gargano, his future. Okay. Two to three falls match. Should have set himself up. The fuck? How's that news? Alright. What will Garno ha- Gargano have to say? Fuck that. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we tried to give you some decent news. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't as much as last week, but hey. Not as much news as last week. Not as much news. Last week was an action news pack week. So, uh, but this week is... Technical work rate action news. <laughs> we're doing what we can. So, uh, thank you for joining us. This is NC. JC and... Peace. Peace.